green pastures. I know you're picturing lush fields of belly deep alfalfa as far as the eye can see. Well, get that picture out of your mind. Instead, see clumps of green along the arid landscape of the Negev Desert in Israel. That's more the biblical reality. And that's what our heart is for our weekly Green Pastures devotions published by Vineyard Boise. Our hope is that each day you'll find a wee clump of green along the all-too-often arid landscape of life, just enough to sustain you, to keep you moving forward. Each daily devotion consists of four strands, the reading, the reflection, the question, and the prayer. May the Lord lead us together into the green pastures we need today to continue growing in the grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Green Pastures for Monday, July 17th. Gratitude. Today's scripture reading is found in Psalm 136, verses 1 through 9 from the New Living Translation, which reads, Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His faithful love endures forever. Give thanks to the God of gods. His faithful love endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord of lords. His faithful love endures forever. Give thanks to him who alone does mighty miracles. His faithful love endures forever. Give thanks to him who made the heavens so skillfully. His faithful love endures forever. Give thanks to him who placed the earth among the waters. His faithful love endures forever. Give thanks to him who made the heavenly lights. His faithful love endures forever. The sun to rule the day. His faithful love endures forever. And the moon and the stars to rule the night. His faithful love endures forever. This is God's word. We live in a toxic habitat of ingratitude. That's the observation of Diana Butler Bass from her book, Grateful, which we're going to be hearing from just a bit this week as we move towards our next anchor passage. Having visited the Psalms last week for our last anchoring lines of scripture, we aren't quite leaving them just yet, as you can see from today's reading, though technically this week's passage isn't from the Psalms though it does mention them. They actually play a kind of a crucial role in it. Be patient. We'll get there. In the meantime, we're going to immerse ourselves in the theme at the heart of this week's anchor passage, gratitude, which is where the reading from today's psalm comes into play. Psalm 136 is one of many psalms of thanksgiving within that ancient collection one of the most explicit, if not to say repetitive, psalms of thanksgiving. Give thanks is directly stated in four lines of the psalm and implied in the remaining 22. Give thanks, give thanks, give thanks. You get the idea. Give thanks, give thanks, give thanks. 19 more times. Give thanks, give thanks, give thanks. Each time the leader calls the congregation to gratitude with the combined response stating the ultimate ground of our gratitude, his steadfast love endures forever. Communal thanksgiving in a culture where too often grating criticism displaces gratitude in a heartbeat to return to Diana Butler Bass's analysis 
We are failing at communal thanksgiving. We are anxious and angry because we are haunted by nightmares of scarcity, dystopian fears that someone else is taking everything away, that there is never enough, and that we will never get what we think we deserve. Our fears and disappointments mount, merging with those of our neighbors, and become the seedbed for a politics of protection, limits, and rage. This is not a vision of a community of gratitude. We are a society of ingrates. Ouch! We desperately need to anchor in better waters. Four anchors from the stern in personal and communal waters of thanksgiving. Until the day dawns and we can make our way towards that uncertain shore where a thankful landing awaits us. So as we pause for a moment of personal reflection and prayer, ponder, do you agree with the assessment that we are failing at communal thanksgiving and are a society of ingrates? Why or why not? If this is indeed a society of ingrates, how can we strike a different note, a different tone that will make a difference in the midst of it? can't find firm footing in a swamp, but life rooted in God stands firm. Lord, so says the ancient sage in Proverbs, and so is life, a swamp when it's not a storm. Root my life in you, in the midst of the swamp, in the middle of the storm. Anchor me, ground me, center me in the realities of you, of your sustaining presence, of your unfailing love. Through those words, those lines in season, which will be the light when all other lights go out. In the midst of a sea of ingratitude, anchor me, anchor us in the personal and communal rhythms of thanksgiving from the heart, with my lips, with our lives. Anchor us in the truths awaiting our discovery and rediscovery this week as you give us the grace and provide us the space in which to hear and experience you. Your mercies.